0: by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Two four five six thousand. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash Bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. o'reilly here welcome to the no spin news wednesday january fourth, two 2023 stand up for your country you know it's interesting there are uh some people a minority who are very very emotionally involved with this house situation where the republicans have not been able to select a speaker but the vast majority of americans could not care less i mean they don't know anything about the House of Representatives or anything like that. It's a very, I would say, 20, 25 percent of Americans really pay attention, um, close attention to politics. And on the Republican side, there's a lot of angst here. So we're going to get into why that is. And I'll give you uh, some predictions. This thing is ongoing. As you know, we tape in the late afternoon so uh, I can't give you any pronouncements about who's going to be the next speaker or what, because that may change. But I can tell you what is really going on, and I will. Um, now, there is a very interesting display, didn't get a lot of attention, uh, or hasn't, maybe it will this evening, uh, where President Biden goes to Kentucky and uh, meets with uh with Senator McConnell uh, in a big dog and pony show to talk about uh, the infrastructure bill. Now, this is a mistake on McConnell and the other Republicans. You see there's part. It's a mistake. And uh, that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So this was held in Covington, Kentucky, and there's a bridge behind the guys that you saw. And that bridge is falling down, but now it's been repaired as part of the infrastructure bill. Okay. All right. Now, if the infrastructure bill were just a standalone at $1.2 trillion, uh, there wouldn't be a problem because we do need improvements on our infrastructure in this country. But this is part of an overall strategy by the Biden administration to run up historical debt, which they have. Okay. So Biden has been in office for less than two years, and he has spent $6.3 trillion that wasn't earmarked before he got into office. Just let me slow down. $6.3 trillion in new spending in two years. Now, that's borrowed money. We don't have it. That is by far and away the most money any president has ever spent by far. Second place, as we reported last night, Barack Obama, 2.8 trillion in a two-year period. So 2.8, 6.3. So by going to uh, this event with President Biden, the humongous spender, Mitch McConnell legitimizes Biden. Now I'm awful being respectful to the president. I, I, I don't want to be disrespectful for him. I called him lazy yesterday in the message of the day, and I believe he is lazy. And there's no other word that I can use. I believe he's a lazy man. He does not work hard, certainly not solving many problems. But McConnell is the reason that they're having all of this problem in the House. So stay with me here. The House of Representatives is made up of local politicians, primarily, two-year term, as you know. There is a very conservative cadre in that crew, okay? And they want a conservative agenda. And they do not believe the current leadership, okay, is going to provide that. So they want somebody like Jim Jordan or, you know, a real conservative now. McConnell wants independent voters to vote Republican. That's why he did this. He sends a message. We're not obstructionists in the Republican Party. Okay. We are reasonable. Mitch McConnell is reasonable. But Mitch McConnell doesn't fight against the irresponsible spending, much of which is wasted. Now, Donald Trump spent a lot of money in the four years and he justified it as he had to rebuild the military all right well that's still going on apparently because that's why tom cotton and other conservative senators voted for the omnibus bill because it gives all the military people a raise and sends in uh i think almost 800 billion dollars to continue rebuilding the military that was the rationale so the conservatives in the House of Representatives, they're, they're basically we don't want any more government spending. We want balanced budgets. We don't want this deficit. We don't want the debt. And anybody who we see is soft on that. We're going to oppose, which is why you have this log jam right now. That's embarrassing the Republican Party. But again, most Americans aren't following this. They don't care about it. They don't understand it. It's not, on, it's not an emotional issue like the border or a fentanyl or a war in Ukraine. This is politics, all right, in the weeds, politics. So you, you have a linkage between McConnell, who is despised now by many um, conservative Republicans because he's deemed to be a sellout. And these House people, 20 of them, uh, feel that, you know, the way the leadership is forming in the House, they're going to sell out, too. They're going to vote for all these big spending bills. So they want a real bottom line um, conservative speaker of the House. So that's what they want. Now, how is it all going to play out? I don't know. But it's going to solve itself. It will. So I don't know who this new speaker is going to be. I don't know any of that. I'm not going to predict it, okay? But it'll solve itself, and then people will forget about it. That's what always happens in issues like this. But in the meantime, Biden very shrewdly... This was a White House event, by the way, in Kentucky. This wasn't a McConnell event. They set it up to send the message that Biden's $6.3 trillion new spending is okay with the Republicans. That's what it was. And McConnell wasn't smart enough to see how he's being used because he says, no, I'll I'll use the Biden people because I'll send a message that Republicans aren't unreasonable. and We'll get independent voters. I know it's a little confusing, but this is the chess game that they all play. And, you know, I'm sitting here going, I just want problems solved. I don't care who the Republican Speaker of the House is. Solve the problems. Seems to me that he could, they could get the conservatives in the room and say, look, we'll give you a special committee to investigate the FBI. We'll, we'll do the things that you want. OK, we're not going to give you everything, but we're, we're on your side. We understand. We feel your pain. I don't know. Maybe that's already been tried and, and they're rejecting. I don't know. I do know there are loons in Congress. On both sides. And I also know, as we reported yesterday, that Democrats, they vote block. There's no dissent anymore. Only Manchin and Sinema, the two senators dissent. Every single representative on the Democratic side follows whatever the leadership tells them to do. Nancy Pelosi was the most fierce lion tamer of all time in that House. You went against her, Cut your throat. So nobody did. And it's still to this day, they they vote block. They're together, and the Republicans are not. And that's a memo. Okay, so uh, let's go to an emotional issue: airlines. So millions of Americans got hosed over Christmas and New Year's, you know. But how about yesterday? How about yesterday, January 3rd? Ready? JetBlue. Thirty nine percent of its flights were delayed. Delta, 37 percent. Southwest, which is completely fallen apart. Thirty nine percent. Delayed. They can't get the planes off the ground. Because they don't have the pilots. They didn't hire enough pilots, even though we, the taxpayers, through the federal government in a covid release, sent them billions of dollars, free money, free money went into all the American airline companies from Washington, taxpayer money, and they, they can't staff? They can't hire pilots and flight attendants and mechanics and baggage people? They can't answer the phone when you call them? Where did all that money go? You see, and it's unregulated. It shouldn't be. The Department of Transportation should be on it. But you just, yesterday, you're out of the zone. across the board, rounding it off. JetBlue, Delta, Southwest. And I'm sure American and United had, you know, just as bad a time. Okay, illegal immigration. Now we get word that, so President Biden's going to Mexico City next week to talk to Obrador, who is a socialist, okay? A far left guy. Trump handled Obrador pretty well. And I've gone over that in great detail. okay? so Obrador is afraid of Trump. He's not afraid of Biden. And that's why you have these migrant things. The bottom line was that Trump told Obrador, if you don't use your military to stop this mass migration, we're going to designate the drug cartels as terrorists and kill them, all of them. We're going to wipe them out. And Obrador panicked and said, oh, don't do that, please. It'll make me look bad, which it, of course, would. And uh, I'll I'll, I'll put the military on the border, which he did. Both borders, Guatemala and USA. And that cut it down drastically. Biden took it off first day in office. So he's going to door. God knows what they're going to talk about. But now Biden might stop at the border as part of that trip. But I can't imagine how that would go down. But it's an interesting story. Now, the state of Colorado is a liberal state, but it's not run by far left people. The governor there is Jared Polis, not a sanctuary guy. And the mayor of the largest city, Denver, Michael Hancock, is not a sanctuary guy either. So Colorado is now getting a huge influx of migrants because there are six million of them since Biden took office. And. Some of them are winding up in Denver, but they don't want to be in Denver. They want to be in New York City. Why? Because New York City has 16 million people in the metro area, and the migrants are related to some of them. You go where you have people, friends or family. So the governor of Colorado says, well, we're going to send a lot of our migrants to New York City. All right. Now, we're paying for that, by the way, taxpayer paying for that, put them on a plane or the bus or whatever, and they're coming across. Now, they have to sign a paper, the migrants do, I want to go to Nueva York. Okay. So Adams, the mayor of New York City, is going crazy. He wants a billion dollars from the federal government to deal with all these migrants. But Adams is a sanctuary city guy. He's a sanctuary city guy. So do you feel sorry for Adams? I don't. I don't. And as people move out of New York City, which we'll get into tomorrow, the U-Haul company has put out a report. Most of those people are affluent. They're high taxpayers. They're being replaced by migrants and by low wage earners. That's what's happening to this city and state here in New York. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Colorado Uh, saying, well, you know, send them to New York. Here they come. Okay, the uh, Border Patrol says that 72,000 migrants got away in December alone. And in the first two and a half months of this fiscal year, federal fiscal year, more than 200,000 have got away. These are not counted in the migrant, uh, when the government puts out their stats, homeland security. So the Border Patrol says, yeah, this is the estimate of how many got away. How do they know? Because they got cameras and all that. But it's, it's a guess game. But anyway, it's so far out of control down there. That's why I can't. What is Biden going to do when he goes down? And just bring attention to him being the worst president in modern times. That's what it's going to do. Think Biden's going to get any credence by going down there? Now, this is a very, very serious story that, you know, is not unpredictable. So pot is legalized now pretty much everywhere. Um, some states have statutes. But I was in New York City uh, on Monday uh, going to a Nick game, and I was walking out after the game. And... Even in the open air, you can this unbelievable marijuana aroma. I mean, the city is like enveloped with it. So, according to uh, the uh, Journal of Pediatrics, because I always like to cite our sources here 3,000 children, young children, accidentally ate pot edibles in 2021. 3,000. Now, in 2017, the number was 200. So it went to 200 to 3,000 because they sell marijuana now and brownies and things like that. You could go into the store and buy them. And the stupid parents, many of whom are addicted drug addicts, not just to pot but to other things, leave the dope around. And the kid sees a brownie, the kid's going to pick it up and eat it. Irresponsible parenting. Off the chart, by the way, in this country, off the chart, it's horrible. And the children, of course, are the victims of that. But this pot thing, and I'm going to reiterate this because I told my son who was with me on Monday at the Nick game, and we were smelling this, and I said, you know, this is selfish, but this is good for you because all these young people, Who are smoking this marijuana using this pot on a regular basis they're not going to be able to compete with you okay and my son doesn't partake in drugs or alcohol it's a miracle and I hope he stays that way okay I said because these people are never going to be able to compete with you because be inebriating yourself breaks down your mental discipline and causes all kinds of other problems that you're not going to have to deal with so in 20 years When you're in a position of authority, you're not going to have 50% of the people being able to compete with you. That's how bad this is going to be. This pot thing is going to be. Anyway, it's just 3,000 kids. All right, there's a new book out that I want to bring to your attention. It is called The Final Battle. The Next Election Could Be the Last. It's a pretty provocative title. It's written by David Horowitz, who I have known for decades. And uh, we asked David to come on. Uh, ironically, he's in Denver. Um, you got pot edibles out there, Horowitz, or what, what do you got?
1: Unfortunately, yes. And, and it's much more powerful pot than they used in the 60s. But, you know, it's the Democrats keep introducing new drugs and legalizing them. And, creating monstrous problems. Now, when you were a radical,
0: yeah, when you were a radical leftist in the 1960s, I'll remind everybody that's your background. I'm sure you smoked a lot of pot because that's what the culture was. No, I
1: didn't. I was a Marxist and I was afraid it would screw with my head. Oh, really? So you were a Marxist
0: and you were uh, an aesthetic. You didn't do that. Interesting. Okay. I was. Now, in your book, you have a number of people that you say are ruining the country. You name these people, and I've got um, five of them that I want to talk to you about. The first one is Brian Roberts. Most people don't know who Brian Roberts is, but he is the CEO of Comcast, which runs NBC News and, you know, a lot of cable operations. So why, why are you saying that? Brian Roberts, based in Philadelphia, is ruining the country.
1: Yeah, I met Brian once. Um, I he, Personally, he's a very nice man. But what he did was, to to buy NBC, he had a lot of opposition from both parties over antitrust issues. And what he did was enlisted the second most notorious racist in the country, Al Sharpton, who had become a kingmaker in the Democrat Party, thanks to Barack Obama, who made him his point man on civil rights um, to swing the political support he needed. And then, if you watch MSNBC, you'll see it's a Sharpton station. I mean, Joanne Reid is just a Sharpton clone. Uh, They have all these black racists and white enablers of black racism. And they also recruited from Al Jazeera all these jihadists like Ali Velshi, who hate America, hate Israel. I think Israel is the number one criminal in the world. And it's 24-7 of hate.
0: Okay, but Uh, nobody watches MSNBC. I mean, the, the ratings are ridiculous. Um, I think their top show gets a million viewers, uh, maybe a little more in prime time. But nobody is, nobody watches millions. them.
1: Our country is on the brink of disaster. And the race issue is at the center of it, really. Um, so I, I can't excuse this. Okay. I think he's
0: but I don't know if Robert, look, NBC News has hurt itself. I'm sure you would agree with this their regular broadcasts so. like the Today Show and No Lesser Holt News by MSNBC that sullied the whole operation, correct?
1: Correct. So correct. an argument could and be made that, that- I don't think that Brian, Brian Roberts is a Jew and the worst Israel hatred and Jew hatred that you can get on television you will is get on, on MSNBC.
0: TV. Okay, I'm not going to argue with that. Now you've also selected Barack Obama and you point to DACA, the Deferred Action children's act now I, i've been i've been sympathetic to the daca act because when you have children uh who have no say in anything taken by their parents and illegally cross into america their parents are the guilty parties the children are not but the parents get away with wait, wait. the parents get away with it and then the children get educated and they get roots in this country Okay. And again, through no fault of their own, did they arrive here? So I'm a little bit sympathetic about looking down the road to give those kids a chance, a pathway, if they earn it
1: to citizenship. Yeah, the left, I agree with you, but the left had a slogan in the 60s. The issue is never the issue. The issue is always the revolution and Obama's agenda and the agenda of the people that pressured him into this position is to destroy American sovereignty and to destroy America's capitalist-free system. And what Obama did was, knowing full well that what he was doing was illegal and unconstitutional, he went on television 20 times to explain to the leftists who were pressuring him that he didn't have the authority uh, to defer uh, the deportation of anybody. That that required an act of Congress. Right, and that's the, why it didn't happen.
0: By, that's why it didn't happen. It's in a court still to well, this day. It set up
1: Biden's sixty-two uh, executive orders, which absolutely destroyed our borders and has created the. The worst crime against this country in its history. Well, we'll get
0: to Biden. We'll get to Biden in a moment. The next guy you have is Fauci. So we all know now that Fauci, uh, through the National Institute of Health, um, knew that American money, government money, taxpayer money was going to China for research on viruses. That's a fact. Now, Fauci. Actually splits hairs by saying, hey, we didn't know that they were weaponizing COVID or doing that. We were just funding
1: research. You say? The Wuhan lab is run by the Chinese Communist Party and the Chinese military. What Fauci did was fund a biological weapon which leaked out of the lab Uh, and killed 9 million people and a million Americans. And he has spent all uh, his time... Do you think that Fauci knew
0: that? Do you think that he knew it? You do.
1: Can you point to anything that proves that? The minute I heard the Wuhan... This was at the outset. That the Wuhan lab was run by the Chinese military and the Chinese Communist Party. I said, that's a biological weapon. But, David,
0: everything in China is run by the Communist Party. There isn't anything that's not. Well, Ryan, let me, let me ask you American taxpayer is funding it. All right. And nobody knew that they were. The National Institute yeah. of Health didn't put out a press release saying we're using taxpayer money to give to Man. the Wuhan lab. Nobody knew that. A, but why, bigger... would, why would Fauci want the Chinese to have a biological weapon?
1: Well, there was a lot of, uh, you, you know, it was Lenin who said, we can count on the capitalists to sell us the rope with which we will hang them. There are a lot of people who who are don't want to believe that there's evil in the world.
0: Do you think Chinese, Fauci's evil? I'm,
1: you think Fauci's I an, think an evil Chinese, guy? The Chinese communist, I think he's totally corrupt. I covered him when he was helping to kill half a million gays during the AIDS crisis. Um, they destroyed the public health system. And, you know, it's all for good intentions. Um, you know, he's just a corrupt individual. Right. a liar.
0: I don't think he's smart enough to know what the big picture is. I don't think he said to himself, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna making- to give money... To the Chinese communists so they can get a biological weapon. I don't He's think Fauci did a that.
1: He's fortune in vaccines and things like that. This guy is rich. All right. God, this is just corruption. We got to see
0: the data on that, though. Now let's get to Soros. So, Soros is to me the top guy who's trying to destroy America. Number He's one, a- why? He's a billionaire. He's made his money in the capitalistic system. Why does he want to destroy? The primary engine of capitalism in the
1: world. Well, he started out collaborating with the Nazis, and then when. But he to was Russia. a
0: kid. He's a kid. So let's get beyond that. Let's let's keep it here. Why does he want to destroy America?
1: He hates America. I don't know why he hates America, but he does, and he's the one who's put all these non these prosecutors in place. Who are pro-criminal.
0: That's right. There's no they, doubt about it. Because he thinks yeah. that the uh, criminal justice system is racist. And that, that's why he's doing but what he's he does. Ridiculous. But you don't you don't know why this man who could live anywhere in the world chooses to live in the suburbs of New York City. If he hates America so much, you'd think he'd get out and live in the Alps someplace,
1: right? Well, but they all do. I remember when the Nicaraguan communist Marxists the Sandinistas took over power. The first thing they did was moved into the homes of the rich. <laughs> All right. um, finally, Joe Biden. So let's keep it on the border
0: with Biden. Um, the reason that Biden wants an open border, according to David Horowitz, is?
1: Well, that's an interesting question. Um, I was a consider myself a Marxist revolutionary in the 60s. I could never imagine doing or supporting what Biden has done to our borders. The amount of criminals, there are millions of criminals coming into this country. And we know this because the government accounting office did a report uh, on the years 2011 to 2016. And they found that there were 750,000 illegal immigrants in American prisons. They had committed uh, 4.9, they were arrested 4.9 million times, which means there were repeat offenders. They had uh, committed seven and a half million uh, crimes of violence a million drug crimes. So
0: so why would Biden want that? Why would he want that?
1: They hate America. I don't know how this happened exactly to the Democrat Party, but the left spent 50 years from the time they destroyed Humphrey's presidential chances at the 68 convention, infiltrating the, the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party has a caucus of people... Uh, the so-called squad who are racists, who support, raise money for terrorists, who are Jew haters and who are, hate, hate white people and Americans generally. They're pretty extreme. All right, David. And, and the, Nancy Pelosi protected them. And the, there's well, no Nancy Pelosi
0: anymore. had her. She had her innings with those people, as you know. I don't know if she protected and, them or not. But. Them.
1: And gave it to them.
0: Okay, the book is, book. David, let me give you a book a plug so people yes. will buy it. Final Battle, the Next Election Could Be the Last, David Horowitz, available now, and it's just out this week. Thanks for chatting with us, David. We'll catch up with you again soon. Happy New Year. Thank you, Bill. Okay. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. So Barbara Walters had a, uh, a tribute on The View yesterday, as I Told you if you watched No Spin Lose last night or listened to it on the radio. Um, And my name came up. Roll it.
1: Mm-hmm. I also remember a time when Bill O'Reilly came on the show, mm-hmm. and he said cool. something Who's about he? the muscle. <laughs> yeah, and who Whoopi, and I think Whoopi, you were the first
0: to walk out, and then Joy walked no, it was out. The other way around. It, or the other way around. I walked and, out. She came back. and then Whoopi yeah. followed. But I remember sitting there going, "You know, I'm the last hire. You know what they say about the last hired, the first fired. I'm not walking off."
1: This
0: <laughs> show. And I remember, if you play it back in slow motion, you hear me go, whoopee, where you go? <laughs> and I sat there, Elizabeth and I, terrified.
1: Thank goodness Barbara Walters was right there to, like, just hold it down. Because I was she didn't like, like, I'm new here. I don't know what to you do. You know, Sherry, she did not like that we did that. Remember? Yeah, she did I not... remember. She's she fair, said, why did you do that? You should sit there and take it on. And I said, I couldn't sit there. My, my behind propelled out of the seat. <laughs>
0: All right, no behind jokes, but uh, the reason that Barbara Walters didn't like it is she knew it was absurd. And what we're talking about is that Behar and Ms. Goldberg wanted a mosque built at the site of the destroyed World Trade Center. Now, to this day, that's insane. And I made the analogy back then. Do you put a Benny Hana restaurant at the site of Pearl Harbor? No, you don't. It's just a matter of being appropriate. And they didn't like that I said that. And here's the kicker on it. They tried to get that mosque built on the site around the World Trade Center. Not one construction crew in the entire New York City area would build it. Because every sane person knows how inappropriate that would be. Doesn't have anything to do with race or anti-Muslim. It's not appropriate. Now, I'll say that Joy Behar is one of the most vicious people that I have ever encountered. She's up there with Al Franken and Adam Schiff. They are just pure vicious. That's who they are. And I was glad that I like Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, I don't have a problem. Behar is happy she walked out, all right, because you cannot have a civil discussion with her. All right. Words. You know what I think about words here and Lake Superior University in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, as their list of words that we should not use. First off, GOAT, greatest of all time. Gaslighting, moving forward. Amazing. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It is what it is. What a great list. Never say those cliches, period. And I'll remind you what uh, Lake Superior had last year. No worries. (laughs) How many times do you hear that? At the end of the day, I'll... uh, That being said, asking a friend, circle back, circle back. uh, Deep dive. No. New normal supply chain. All right. So when you use cliches, it shows you are not thinking this day in history. January 4th, 2018, the Trump administration opened drilling on federal land and offshore, and it led to a record amount of oil being harvested by the USA. We have a chart. So in 17, there were 10,000 barrels per day harvested in the USA after Trump made the executive order, went up to 12,000 a day, okay? In 19, 13,000 barrels a day. In 20, went down because of COVID to almost 13, 21, 12. And then when, because uh, Biden took office in 21 and he gutted, and he put all those regulations, that's what led to the high oil prices, gas prices, and the inflation, Biden did it, and then he took them off last year, 22, and now gas prices are coming down. So this day in history, the Trump administration spurred the American oil industry. Back with mail and a final thought about how Americans are being disrespected. We covered it yesterday. I got a little bit more to say on it. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's go to the mail. Terrence, what is it about McCarthy that conservatives don't like? Is it because of Trump support or something else? It's about spending. Congressman McCarthy is not a hawk on the deficit. Or the debt. They think he's a sellout and he'll do what Mitch McConnell did. That's why McCarthy is not getting the 20 conservative votes. Michael Robbins, Buckeye, Arizona. The most disrespectful thing our government does to us working Americans is assume we're ignorant. Yes, there's something to that. They've, it's not ignorant. They don't think that working Americans pay attention and they can get away with a lot. Ralph, concierge member, I hope you for 2003 will consider concierge membership. It will change your life for the better. It is worth it. 81% of Americans say 2023 is not going to be a good year. Wonder who they voted for. Well, in that Gallup poll, mostly Democrats were polled. And they voted for Biden inexplicably. Johnny. The government will not find the airlines. Remember, the airlines mandated vaccine for all of their employees. As a result, many pilots chose to retire. Throughout the pandemic, the airlines got a lot of federal money, as I reported. So maybe some of that in in the system here. Certainly the uh, government's not doing anything. Robert Michelle, Port Washington, New York. You're right, O'Reilly. Santos should go, but... We won't get another Republican in there. Okay, but you can't have a fraud. In any elected office. I know the political repercussions, Robert. And Santos is Robert's congressman as well as mine. Marshall Asmer, Danbury, Connecticut. I'd like you to comment about possible outcomes for ending the Ukraine war. And your thoughts on DeSantis winning the Republican nomination? DeSantis has a good shot to win it. Okay? The Ukraine war, Putin, you know, you're dealing with a stone wall there at this point. So I don't know how that stone wall cracks. Anna Kim, Everett, Washington, my husband and I are visiting Ireland this year. I think Irish people are very friendly, beautiful country. It's our first time visiting Ireland. You will have a great time. Ireland, for my money, one of the best places to travel. You're right. The folks are nice. They like Americans. It's not crazy expensive outside of Dublin. And it is beautiful everywhere. Uh, Jesse Fry, Longwood, Florida. Thanks for doing most of my Christmas shopping for me, O'Reilly. I gave the Killing Books as gifts. Always a big hit. Favorite? Killing the Killers. Okay, I mean, everybody has their own favorite killing book, right? And I'm going to tell you uh, pretty soon about the next one, which will probably be the final killing book. I'm working on it now. Okay, we want you to go to the uh, BillOReilly.com store, sign up to be a premium or concierge member. We have great stuff. Remember, you get a free book if you are a member or you renew your membership or any of that. Free book. Word of the day, do not be a Lugan. I've never heard anybody say that word, Lugan, but it's a great word. Back with a final thought in a moment. Okay, final thought of the day. Yesterday, I reported that this unbelievable spending by the Biden administration is insulting and disrespectful to working Americans. So I don't know about you, but I work real hard for my money, and I'm paying a lot in taxes. I mean, it's absurd. My tax rate federally, just federal, is 37%, okay? Then I have to pay taxes on where I live, a lot of money. That's why a lot of people are leaving New York, okay? I have to pay property taxes. I pay taxes here in New York on everything, gasoline, heating oil, whatever I buy, and it just guts you, and it's insulting when they waste the money, and they waste it. Do we really need $3 million? So you can have a jogging trail in Georgia named after Michelle Obama. Okay. I mean, that's the best I can get. That was in the omnibus bill. That is a waste of my taxpaying money and yours. And I could give you a thousand examples. And that's why McConnell and the house is in an uproar because conservative Americans have had enough of this. They want fiscal responsibility, which should be something every American wants. We are being disrespected. It's got to stop. And I don't know whether it ever will. But, boy, it's right between the eyes right now. The federal government and state governments, most of them, and the folks. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News.